Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,481. You don't pick the cars, the cars pick you. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. I am a revved up and so excited to share with you a very special returning guest here on Cars Yeah, Keith Martin. He's calling in from Portland, Oregon. Keith Martin has been involved with the collector car hobby for more than 30 years as a writer, a publisher, television commentator, and diehard enthusiast. He's the publisher of Sports Car Market Magazine, a publication he founded some 32 years ago. He launched the companion magazine, American Car Collector, over 10 years ago. Keith's column on collecting and reviews of exotic cars have appeared in the New York Times. Keith has been an MC at Pebble Beach, the Meadowbrook Concours, Concorso Italiano, the Kirkland Concours, the La Jolla Concours, the Elegance, Keels and Wheels, and many other events. No doubt you've seen him around the show field. He has hosted numerous television specials and is the co-host of What's My Car's Worth? a show that was on the Velocity Channel. You can usually find him out on the road on tours with his children. And today, Keith and I have something very, very special to share with you listeners, something new. So stay tuned. We'll be back in just a minute, but first a word from our valued sponsors who make Cars Yeah possible. Hey, Cars Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Covercraft. I've protected my vehicles with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft seat covers. They'll protect your seats from the daily abuse of pets, children, weekend adventures, and even those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. All Covercraft seat covers are easy-on, easy-off design that are machine washable. You can choose from many fabric options, colors, and accessories, all designed and carefully sewn for your special vehicles. Their seat gloves are semi-custom fit for cars and trucks, and their seat savers, a favorite of mine, are custom-tailored to fit your seats like a glove. Work truck seat covers are tough, durable, denim-weight fabric. It's like putting a pair of rugged jeans on your truck's seats. Want to stay warm? Covercraft also offers seat heaters. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark at Cars yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Hey, Cars yeah Race fans. Andy Collins, owner of Armadillo Racing, is a past guest here on Cars Yeah. Last year, I was honored to be a speaker at his high-performance racing seminar. And having attended, I can tell you it's an invaluable learning experience if you love to race. This year marks the 25th anniversary of Armadillo's high-performance racing seminars, and it takes place Saturday, February 8th, in Tacoma, Washington. For your seminar fee, you'll spend a day with four of racing's premier professionals on how to improve your driving and much, much more. This year's outstanding speaker lineup include Jacques Delari, PhD, world-renowned high-performance driving and life coach, Jeff Braun, a race engineer with a history at Core Racing and IMSA, Ross Bentley, top driving coach, author of world-renowned Speed Secrets and a fellow podcaster, and Dan Davis, retired director of motorsports 
for Ford Motor Company. All of these incredible racing experts are past guests here on Cars Yeah. As an added bonus for Cars Yeah listeners, you'll get to join these speakers at the Friday night reception at the incredible LeMay Car Museum for free. That's right. It's a $50 value if you sign up by January 15th. What a deal. Go to Armadillo Racing's website and register. That's armadilloracing.com. Hey, Keith, welcome back to Cars Yeah. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I am. I've got my three-point harness on. Okay, well, I hope we don't need that. I'll try to keep it between the guardrails. Before we jump into the questions here, would you tell our listeners, as if they probably don't already know about you, a little bit about you, about sports car market, and the fun that you have out on the road? Well, the other day I was walking into the library at our offices, and I looked, and there were 32 years of magazines there. And I thought every one of these magazines was hand-built. In other words, they're not formulaic. They get, they get assembled by kind of artists every single month. And I thought how lucky I've been for 32 years to walk into this wonderland of classic cars and get to spend my whole life immersed in it. Well, you know, it, you figured out the secret sauce of life a long time ago. Some people, it takes quite a while, but I commend you for that because, you know, as you know, I worked in the catalog industry for years and we were producing usually 15 to 17 books a year, um, doing, though, a monthly magazine and having to meet that press date so you can be in the mail and be in the mailbox. Uh, I know what it takes. So my hat is off to you, my friend, and the team that you've surrounded yourself with. Before I jump into some of the questions, what's maybe one thing that people don't know about Keith Martin? Well, you know, I was a, a modern dancer in New York City, and I went to the Juilliard School. That's pretty darn cool. Now, I think a lot of people hear that and they go, what? Well, and on, in addition to that, Mark, I was a piano player, and Martha Graham is one of the founders of American Modern Dance, and I was her personal accompanist. So I danced in New York City at Juilliard, and I played the piano for Martha Graham. You know, I already knew this about you, Keith, but I'm sure there's some listeners out there right now with their mouths open going, what? I this this is so cool. But these things share in common cars and dance and art is that they're all about passion. When you look at an Alfa Romeo uh, TZ from the 60s, that car represents the very best that the engineers and the stylists could do at that moment in time. It was the ultimate expression of their passion. And when you look at a a ballet like Swan Lake or Sleeping Beauty, it's the ultimate expression of Tchaikovsky, of the choreographer, of the lighting designer, all those passionate things coming together for a single moment. Yeah, it's fantastic. Do you have any old video of you dancing? I don't. You know, when I danced, it was just before the era of video. And, and so really, there were 16 millimeter films and things, and we never had that. Oh, gosh. Now, that would be something to see. Well, that's very cool. Well, thanks for sharing that with us. I want to start this journey, Keith, with a mantra or some kind of success quote that has some meaning for you in your life. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on cars. Yeah. So, Keith, I know you love to drive. Grab the wheel. I think, Mark, it's a friend of mine said this. It's slow and steady wins the race. So we'll talk a little bit later about some of the challenges I've had. But you just have to settle down, take one day at a time. Not get freaked out if you have two steps backward and one step forward, but just be thankful that you're alive and that you have a chance to address your challenges every day. Well, you know, easier said than done for some folks. And it, we live in a world that is so fast paced now. There's so much coming 
Addis, if there's one thing you could share with listeners on how to do what you just said, slow yourself down a little bit, take a pace, don't worry about a couple steps back, like a chess game, sometimes you got to move two steps back to get forward. What's one thing you would share with people on how you've achieved that in your life? Is there a technique, a trick, something you do? Well, when I feel overwhelmed, I just start making lists. Mm. If I have a list, and it, it could be 50 items long, and if I cross off two, like, uh, you know, buy milk for dinner, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. That's, I crossed something off the list. Yeah. And pretty soon, 10 things are off the list, and then 20, th- pretty soon, 12 are off, and things may get added on. But if, if I if I put them in front of me, then they become something I can wrestle with, as opposed to just this feeling of angst that I'm about to be hit by a tidal wave. You know, it's a great suggestion. I had a builder restorer on the show years ago who shared a very similar technique. And he said, you know, if you're getting overwhelmed with restoring your vehicle, go out and do just one little thing each day. Don't don't feel like you got to do it all at once. And he used the list idea. He said, create a list of the next five tasks. And then if you can check one off, you'll feel a lot better about yourself. But just one little thing. And even if it's getting milk for dinner, you've done one thing, right? You feel yeah, better. And it's it's okay to not get three things done. You know, mm-hmm. in other words, don't hammer yourself and beat yourself up because you didn't get as much done as you wanted to. Say, you know what? I got a couple of things done today. That's enough. Yeah, there you go. Great attitude. Well, I want to share with our listeners something you and I are collaborating on. And I'm really excited about this. And uh, what a way I'm going to phrase this, instead of me talking about this, and you're my guest here on Cars, yeah, is I'm going to ask you questions about what you and I are doing together. And I want to let our listeners know that today is the launch of a new podcast that Keith and I are working on titled Buy, Sell, Hold. So Keith, let's start with this. Tell our listeners, where did this concept come up from? Well, it really came up from thinking about collecting and the essence of collecting. And in the end, isn't collecting about what you buy, what you hold, and what you sell? And, and we know we have a buy, sell, hold section in Sports Car Market every month where we kind of talk about the cars that are moving. But it's it's really the decision-making process. Uh, why do you buy something? Why do you sell something? Why do you hold on to something? Each person that's an intimate personal relationship and personal decision, and every one of those decisions has a story attached to it. No kidding. Well. They're the cats out of the bag for you listeners that haven't seen this yet out on social media. Yeah, I'm crazy. I'm going to start another podcast. <laughs> and people look, my wife looks at me and said, are you nuts? How are you going to do this? I said, hey, I've got a great partner here. You know, Keith and I have known each other for 30 plus years. We're car guys. We love what we're doing. And the thing that I've said is your magazine, Sports Car Market, is one of the very few left that comes to the mail anymore to me. And the reason is, I love to see what the market's doing. And you know, Keith, you get this. When we go to car shows and people look at cars, one of the first things they ask, and even people who aren't car people, what's it worth? They want to know the value. And your magazine, I believe, has been successful not only because of the writing, but also the basic idea behind it. And that is, where's the market today? Right? That's right. And also, by picking out, you know, we have over 200 individual cars we examine in every issue. and There'll be a car 
kind of like one that you had somewhere amongst those 200. And you'll say, look at that, that 74 MGB that maybe wasn't as nice as mine, but it sold for $14,000. Yeah, wish I'd kept it. That's usually what you, you hear people say, or man, I'm glad I got rid of that when I did, uh, if the market's on a downside. So what we're going to do is Keith and I are going to have industry leaders. We're going to have some really serious folks. Some of them have been guests on my show over the last five years, but these are people that Keith and I know very, very well. They know the market. They're collectors. They're buyers. Some of them may be restorers. Some of them have massive collections. Some of them have smaller collections, but they're experts in the industry. And some of the people that we're going to have on the show, let's maybe uh, give folks a little tease here. Some of these, who are some of these folks that we're going to have on buy, sell, hold? Well, we'll have Donald Osborne. He and I have worked together for 30 years. Yeah. And uh, certainly his career now has just blossomed with Jay Leno's Garage and being the head of uh, the CEO of Audrain. And he's got so many insights. He was an opera singer. And we would talk about the fact that I came from the arts in ballet and he came from opera. He's promised not to dance if I promise not to dance. <laughs> okay. But for Donald, there'll be Steve Serio, Mark Hyman, Philip Richter. We've got a, a variety of people who are really thoughtful about the market. Yeah. And uh, Bill Warner, because we've got Amelia Island coming up here. He's going to be an early guest. Aaron Weiss is going to be a guest. I mean, we've got some really, really interesting people. And again, the format's going to be based on these three car concept that we have here of cars that they bought, a car they've sold, a car that they will hold forever, they don't want to let go, or maybe it's a dream they're still trying to get. I think this is going to be fun. And, you know, Keith and I have been kind of developing this over the last few months. And one of the things we just came up with here is the slogan for buy, sell, hold, which is the essence of collecting. We'll have to see how you uh, listeners like this. By the way, you'll be able to listen to this show on the Cars Yeah! podcast network on my site. You'll be able to listen on the Sports Car Market website. You'll be able to listen on all your mobile apps through the Cars Yeah! podcast app. So it's going to be available. All you subscribers to Cars Yeah! are going to get buy, sell, hold in your feed. So if you subscribe on a podcast mobile device, uh, it will come to you. It's going to be once a week, every Tuesday, and it launched today. So I'm thrilled. I'm excited. Thank you. Well, so am I, Mark. And it's, it's great partnering with you. You're, you have created Cars yeah, through your own sweat and blood and tears and, and made it into industry standards. I, as I told you, whenever I'm going to go to a new concours, like I was going to the Las Vegas concours, I look up the Cars yeah podcast with the principles of that event because then I learn something about them and I'm I'm better prepared to be a more fully informed participant when I get to the event. So you have you're kind of like the Wikipedia of the electric <laughs> car world. Well, thank you. I think this is fun. I'm excited. I really want to hear back from uh, you listeners out there. So you can uh, we'll put contact information for Keith and for myself. You can email us. You know, this could be a little work in progress because this is a new thing for me too, working with someone else as a co-host and then asking questions. So, you know, bear with us. We might stumble a few times, but I think the essence of what we're doing here, the essence of collecting with Buy, Sell, Hold is really going to come through. And I think what we're going to provide, in fact, I don't think I know what we're going to provide for you listeners is incredible value when it comes to your collecting cars, whether it's one car or 10 cars or 100 cars, whatever it might be. I guarantee you, you're going to learn some amazing things on this show, and I'm very, very excited to bring it to you. 
Keith, I want to talk about a big challenge in your life. And you've been a very open book about what happened to you in the last year, because over a year ago, a little earlier than this time, I approached this you with this idea of doing a podcast. It evolved into something different than what I originally proposed. But you had a major life incident. I would love for you to share what happened and how you're doing, how you've worked through this, and more importantly, what are the lessons learned from this experience that you've had to go through? Well, Mark, I, uh, in January 6th, I had a, a, a brain bleed, a, a hemorrhage, uh, in my, a stroke. 75% of the people that had that kind of stroke are dead within 48 hours. So I was uh, very fortunate to survive. I had no warning. I'd run three miles that morning. My cholesterol was low. My blood pressure was low. Uh, the doctors have just kind of said it was bad luck. So I went from living a 200-mile-an-hour life to being in ICU and the left side of my body completely paralyzed. It was um, a shock. We kind of imagine we'll go to the doctor someday and the doctor might say, oh, you might have a cancer or you might have this or you might have that. But I don't think any of us ever imagine we're going to have a stroke. And we don't even know how to imagine having a stroke. I um, threw myself into rehab. This is my, my days as a dancer came back to help me because I'm pretty, I have a pretty good kinesthetic awareness. And so I was, you'd almost sit and visualize different parts of your body coming back. And I regained the left side of my body, the, my arms, my fingers, I could type. My cognitive center wasn't affected. So my speech wasn't affected and uh, I didn't have any changes physically. I just was paralyzed on my left leg. Just, yeah, just. But for the year, I've just been working and I go to the gym every day, sometimes twice a day. I'm now walking a, a mile a day with my trekking sticks. I can walk a fair distance without a cane. The brain has what they call neuroplasticity. So the, the neurons that were killed when the, when the blood hit them, the body blood and brain blood fight with each other, I found out. So when the, when the blood from my veins hit the blood from my brain, it just killed things. And so those synapses are busy rewiring. And as you keep working, it's your, your, like my body had forgotten how to walk. So I had to teach my body, I'm teaching it how to walk again. But I, Mark, I'm so lucky to be alive. I've got a, a wonderful 28 year old daughter and a fantastic 12 year old son. And I have so much to live for. And I, I have to tell you, the thousands and thousands of emails and texts and messages I've gotten from the car community, have the, the karma has been astounding to me. Absolutely. You know, that came the day after my birthday last year. And when I read it, I couldn't believe it. As It's always a cliche about life. And, you know, we just recently uh, lost a big sports figure. And you kind of go, wow, you know, these people that are bigger than life are going to be around forever. I don't go a week without somebody on my Facebook social media uh, losing somebody. Last year, I lost seven past guests who've been on Cars Yeah, two of them very young. And you just, you have to take every day as a gift. And I know it's cliche. And like Keith says, you never know, you know, no one expects to have a stroke, but I think it's tremendous what you've done in a couple of ways here. One is how you've come back. That is no doubt due to your tenacity and your persistence. You don't run a magazine for 32 years without being tenacious and persistent and a bulldog. 
I understand that. But also the fact that you've been an open book on this. And I has that helped a lot with showing people and getting that, receiving that love back and, and the encouragement from people? Is that feel like a driving force that's helped you recover? Well, it's amazing the number of people that have said to me, I'm your age and I and now I'm I'm realizing this could happen to me. And the second thing is the people that said, I've had a stroke. And and then they tell me their recovery stories. So there's a whole network there of people. What I've tried to do is always be positive because I'm I believe I'm on an upward trajectory and getting better every day. Whatever you come to in life, uh, I think you you make the decision. I'm getting through this, and I'm going to get better, and it's just a thing, whatever that thing happens to be. I, I will tell you, Mark, when I first had the stroke, I was paralyzed, laying on the floor in my condo, and I had to scoot myself on my stomach down the hallway to get to the door so I could open it and yell for help. My whole frame of reference now, let's say I'm having a rough day, I say, you know, this is this is this is way better than laying on my tummy on my in my hallway. Uh, no kidding. Yeah, it's all about perspective and uh, that epiphany and that that really paradigm shift is a better way for me to say it of of realizing how fortunate you are every day. I always say that it's something I've learned from people being on this show is gratitude is such a powerful tool in our lives, and the, I always tell people the minute you feel down about. Anything, your computer's acting up. I mean, whatever, your phone, you can't find it. All these silly things that we turn into big things. Stop and just remind yourself what you're grateful for. Here's one. I didn't have a stroke today like Keith. I'm grateful for that. Yeah, it'll reset your your brain. A sense of empathy for people who have handicaps. Mm, Yeah. People who take, when they take a long time to cross the street in front of me, if they're having trouble opening a door. All these things that I took for granted that now the biggest change in me is I'm not afraid to ask for help. Ah. Can I can I take your arm while we cross the street? Would you mind bringing my coffee to my table? All, all these things that I took for granted that now I'm part of a community where I'm sensitive to other people's needs and they're sensitive to mine. Yeah, what a wonderful result from something so terrible uh, in a weird way. But it certainly is. And yeah, helps you have more empathy, which the whole world could have a whole hell of a lot more empathy. That's well, for let's sure. Let's talk about the really important thing with the result of the stroke. It became the deciding factor in buying my latest car. Yeah. You know, nice segue, my friend. I know why we're going to work well together. I want you to talk about this next car because any of you who know Keith, I can't, I don't know how many cars have you had? A lot. But this latest one is pretty darn cool and pretty darn special. So go ahead and share it with us. Well, I've, my left leg is is coming back, and I'm actually able to drive a, a stick some. I'll, I'll be able to drive a stick better uh, day by day. But in the meantime, I still wanted a classic car to drive. And I looked around, and I thought, of a 66 Mustang automatic. I thought, no. And then I've owned several Volvos, 122s, 544s, 1800s. And I thought, Volvo made a 122 automatic. So I posted on the Round Fender Volvo Club, which is a club that exists in Portland. I said, anybody know of a Volvo 122 automatic for sale? Bing! Within 15 seconds, they said, yeah, uh, there's one in the LA area. It's perfect. It's the car you should buy. Here's the phone number. Go do it. And so that night, I owned the car. Well, tell us a little bit about this thing, because I've seen pictures of it. And by the way, if you go to the Cars yeah website and Keith's 
new show notes page, because I want to remind listeners, you can go back and listen to the first time. Keith was one, he was one of these guys that helped me out. He was one of my first hundred guests when I was trying to find people for Cars Yeah. He was on October 8th, 2014, guest number 91. You can go back and listen to the difference life of Keith then and now. But um, yeah, tell us a little bit more about this car, and I'm going to put a picture of it on his show notes page. First of all, I like Volvo 122s, and some people have pointed out they look a lot like Alfa Romeo 1900 sedans. Yeah, they kind of do. Uh, this car has been with the same owner 30 years. It's two-owner. It still has its original paint on it. It's <laughs> never been hit. It's got the Volvo IPD suspension in it, sway bars. It runs and drives beautifully. So I had it. I, I, enough people knew the car and the owner that I felt comfortable buying the car. Uh, I had it shipped up here, went to the Volvo shop here. Cameron Love has it. And I, Swedish Relics is the shop. And I took it for my first drive the other day. Now, it's because it's weird being an automatic because it's, you feel like you should put the clutch in every time you come to a stop sign. Right. For someone like you. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. It's, it's not where I want it to be yet. The suspension isn't quite what I want it to be. And the seats aren't quite right. But I know how to make the car work for me. A Volvo Automatic is <laughs> truly a geek's car. <laughs> I understand. What year is this 122? I've had guys from the Volvo Club send me emails thanking me for making them not the weird man out by buying an Automatic. Nice. Well, I think it's fantastic. And uh, it's kind of a baby blue color. But is there an official color for that blue? No, the, the California license plate on the car has the letters ELF on it. So we call it elf blue. I like that. And Mark, it's really it's fabulous to be behind the wheel of a classic car. And, and it doesn't matter if it's got two pedals or three. I'm just I'm back in my world. And that's part, I, part of the reason I bought it was the one year anniversary of my stroke. And I thought, I've come back. I'm getting behind the wheel of a classic car. I'm getting a Volvo and I'm going on the road. There you go. Well, I'm proud of you, my friend. And, you know, this is the spirit of Keith Martin, Sports Car Market Magazine, is to get out and drive your cars. This is a guy who does it. You can go back and listen to Keith's daughter, who was on my show, and she talks at length about living with a dad who has old cars all the time and water leaking in on your school books when he picks you up from school and all the all the wonderful uh, things. And we're going to have your son Bradley on the show one of these days soon, too. You and I have talked about that. I think it's great because he uh, he's on well, he's your companion on so many trips. You guys just went on a cruise, which was cool. So I think it's great. We're going to take a short break, say thank you to our sponsors, and we'll be right back. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for the enthusiast and the collector. It's your monthly must-read whether you dream of owning a collector car, have two cars, or 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. Plus, you'll get the exclusive SEM guide to restoration shops included for free. At checkout, use the code CARSYA and receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription. It's an exclusive offer from me here at Cars Yeah. I'm Mark Green, and I love Sports Car Market Magazine. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique 
and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah! podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah! website at carsyeah.com. If you're listening to Cars Yeah, you probably spent some time working on your favorite ride. But how confident are you in working on your finances? You may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system, but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund? If you're like me, investments, insurance, annuities, budgeting, and other financial concepts may seem a bit boring. But what if I told you there's a book that describes these subjects and more in an easy-to-read and very humorous way. My friend Chris Kimball, longtime sponsor here, CFP, has written that book. It's called The Saga of Ike and Penny, A Couple's Humorous Journey Through the Confusing World of Finance. It's a fun look at things you need to know, everything from investing to effective ways to get rid of a credit card debt. And it's probably the only book on finance with a VMAX on the front cover and a classic Mini Cooper on the back. Available at Amazon for just $10, this book would dramatically improve the direction of your financial future Order yours today. I gave both my kids a copy. ASS Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Christopher V. Kimball Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Get your copy of The Saga of Ike and Penny today. All right, Keith, we are back, and I have a bit of an introspective question for you. I didn't have this question when you were on the show the first time, so I'm kind of interested to see how you answer this. If you woke up tomorrow and you were manifested as a car, not what you want to be, but how you perceive yourself as a vehicle, what would Keith Martin be and why? You know, I thought about this question, uh, Mark, and I'll tell you, I would be a Citroen Mahari. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I think you're the first one of those. I, I thought about that because it took me 15 years to buy a Mahari. And I feel like that car, which I've since sold, I extracted 100% of the fun factor and capability out of that car. Wow. Well, now, that's a very interesting car. If you can call it a car, if it's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. I had the big block 603cc air-cooled twin. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, it, it was a beach car, a you know, beach buggy car. Yeah. Uh, Mahari in French means uh, racing camel. <laughs> well, somebody had some sense of humor there. Well, I, when I drove this car on the Forest Grove Wine Tour and Parker Collier was out and she said, Keith, I knew you were arriving because I heard the sound of French plastic flapping in the wind. I mean, it's this ridiculous car with no doors, a little, my son would be going down the freeway at 16, he'd look over the little chain, he'd say, Dad, do you think this is safe? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you guys did buy that Bradley, that kind of kit car thing that you guys drove, so. No, but so the, with the Mahari, I took it on the Urban Safari, which is a, a group of off-road vehicles that go on the back back roads of Portland. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, it just, it's a, it was ridiculous, but it was so satisfying. I had waited so long to get one. I got one. It was everything I expected it would be. I had all my fun. It costs no money. And it's moved on to somebody else who's having just as much fun. So I, I would love to, if I were a car, I was, and you were interested in buying me, I'd say, you know what? I'm going to give you everything I've got. <laughs> Very nice. Well, you're definitely the first one of those, but I, I'm, I'm not surprised by your answer being something very, very, very unique from a guy that's had so many very cool cars. Love it, Keith. That's great. 
For those of you who have not heard of one of these, go look it up. Citron Mahari, M-E-H-A-R-I. You'll see pictures and you'll, you'll have a big smile on your face, no doubt. Keith, we're entering what I call the last lap here at Cars. Yeah, I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some quick blips of the throttle, the Mahari throttle answers. So here we go. What's one of the personal habits you believe you have that has contributed to your successfulness over the years? I think is that there's always a way. When you come to a dead end, you don't, it's not a dead end. It just means you have to turn and go a different direction. You never, ever give up. Yeah, especially when you drive old cars. Uh, brings back my uh, remembrance of talking with your daughter and some of the stories. And now uh, she and her girlfriends ended up in the same boat in an old car on the side of a road. And the girls were freaking out. And she said, eh, don't worry about it. Been here, done this a hundred times with my dad. We'll figure it out. Mark, when the magazine was young, I taught myself how to run printing presses to print the magazine. Then we learned how to get cutters and stitchers. And then, we, I mean, it just, I wanted to produce it so badly that I was going to do everything it took to learn how to get this magazine done. That you did, my friend, that you did. So if I could arrange for you to sit down and have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, and you've had drinks and meals with an awful lot of people in the automotive industry, but this question includes people either living or deceased, who would it be? I think it would be Phil Hill or Dan Gurney. Mm, uh, yeah. I've, talked, I've talked to both of them, Phil more extensively, but they were so incredibly humble, both of them. Mm -hmm. And the stories they would tell about how poor they were and how they sacrificed everything to chase their dreams, I, I found that so inspirational and humbling. Yeah, great people. I got to have lunch with Phil. He was the key guy at one of the uh, vintage races with Sovereign back when I was racing my Lotus 18. And I was so lucky because they had a Saturday night salmon dinner. And I ended up sitting across from him with my son, Blake, who you know. Back then, Blake was only, I think he was seven years old or something like that. And Phil was, yeah, exactly like that. I mean, you just felt like he was an instant friend. Just a very approachable, interesting guy. Cool questions. Blake had some wonderful questions for him. Uh, Dan, I got to talk to not as long, but in a couple occasions and on the phone with him. Tried to get him on this show, but it was in the point of his life where he was really having some challenges with his health, and I never got to have that, uh, that honor, but I sure wish I had. Now, here's an interesting question. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received, and you and I are going to be receiving a lot of automotive advice on the Buy, Sell, Hold podcast. The best automotive advice you've ever received from someone else? Uh, it was from Martin Swig, and, and he said, you don't pick the cars, the cars pick you. Now, this is interesting because, I mean, you had way more cars than I've had, but I've had some interesting old cars, fun cars, collector cars. And in hearing this, I, it makes me kind of stop and think, is that what happened? And do you believe... Let me ask you if you believe this. When you walk up to a car, it kind of goes back to there's a Japanese lady who uh, has a TV show, and I can't remember the name, but she teaches people how to organize. And she has something called spring joy. She says, if something in your life doesn't spring joy when you look at it, you should get rid of it. Would you think cars do that for people? I mean, do you, do you get spring joy when you see certain cars? I have a couple of answers to that. One is I tell people if one of their favorite times with their car is to just go in the garage with a glass of wine and just stare at their car and say, oh my God, I can't believe this car is in my garage, mm. then they've made a good choice. 
Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I bought a car in that first night. I just go out and spend the whole night in the garage sitting in the car. I can't even go to bed. I'm so excited. Yeah. Some have been new cars. Some have been old cars. Some have been cars that I kind of looked at and went, man, I kind of stretched on that one. I probably shouldn't have spent our money like that. But man, I'm glad it's sitting here. This is pretty darn cool. I love it. It's very great. Now, how about a resource? How about a resource that's a go-to for you that you think people should tap into? I think the the biggest change in the past 20 years in uh, the car collecting world is bring a trailer. Yeah. I, I know Randy Nonenberg very well, and uh, Martin Swig introduced me to him at the California Millet back when he was just starting Bring a Trailer. And he Martin really wanted us to get to know each other because he liked both of our entrepreneurial spirits. And part of what uh, Bring a Trailer has done is become the, a collective source of knowledge for the collector car world. The fact that they have the self-curated comments on the cars that are selling is a, a wealth of information. Now, you have to sort through it and, and take everything with a grain of salt, but you can learn an enormous amount. And Randy and Bring a Trailer, it's enthusiast-driven, and you can tell that from top to bottom. They could charge much higher fees, uh, and they don't. They are very selective about the kinds of cars that they want to have on their site. So I think as an automotive reason, you know, let's say you wanted to buy a Datsun 240Z. If you go on to bring a trailer and look at the ones that have sold, which they keep a record of, and go back and look at all the comments, there'll be all sorts of things. People will say, well, you know, that badge on the left was different in the 72 than it was in the 71 or some things that are so arcane. But you've learned them. So that's, I think that is a great, great automotive resource. Yeah, absolutely. I had Randy on the show years ago. And I'll tell you, when he was on my show, he announced they were going to start doing auctions. They weren't even doing auctions yet. And he announced it on my show and said, hey, this is something new we're starting. And we all know it's been a huge success. Uh, and yeah, I love reading those those comments. Of course, like anything, it's like going to any kind of a, like Rensport or any kind of uh, page where people put things down. Some of them, you kind of roll your eyes and go, okay, whatever. But most of it is really, really valuable. And I think most of the time, people are pretty respectful there and so forth. And I'm going to add a, a great resource onto this resource list on Keith Martin's show notes page here on Cars yeah, Sports Car Market, of course. Uh, you got to go there. Uh, it's the place to go for what's happening in the market. And of course, now there's going to be a new one for you listeners. Buy, sell, hold the SCM podcast. There you go. Hey, Keith, how about a book? Is there a book you'd like to share with our listeners that you found really enlightening, really enjoyable? Yeah, you know, I thought about this as well. Anything that Rob Siegel, the hack mechanic, has written. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Rob is a, a good friend as well. And when you read his books, you imagine yourself as Rob. You want to be a guy who has the time and the knowledge to go bring a car back from the dead. Rob's been a guest on Cars. Yeah, of course, he writes for BMW Roundell. That's one of the the other last few uh, magazines I still subscribe to. I've been a BMW owner for a long time. Um, and of course, Satch Carlson, who's the uh, editor of that magazine, he's another character as well, along with Rob. So uh, yeah, I think that's great. He's had some fun things. All right, Keith, we are up to the checkered flag here. And uh, you know, honestly, it's been so long since you've been on the show, I'd have to go back and listen to see how you answered this question, but I'm going to ask it again anyway. I'm going to buy you any collector car on the planet today, but there are some rules to this game since I'm writing the check. The first rule is you can't sell it to buy a whole bunch of cars with. 
you have to keep it. The second rule is you have to drive it, which of course is not a problem for you, but no garage queens here at Cars Yeah. But here's the tough part for Keith Martin. It's the only one collector car you can have in your garage. What's it going to be? It would be a, my 1967 Duetto. And the reason for that, Mark, is first of all, when I saw The Graduate and that car for the first time, I just about fell out of my seat. It's my junior year at Reed College. I came back to Portland. I worked all summer selling stuffed animals and helium balloons at Fisherman's Wharf. And to earn enough money, I bought a 67 Duetto, white with black interior, 50,000 miles, was $1,800. And so there I was, 19 years old, with my own Alfa Romeo Duetto. Looking for Mrs. Robinson. Webers. <laughs> it had a great heater, a top that came up, twin overhead cam, four-wheel disc brakes, I mean, I had MGs and, and Triumphs before that. And suddenly I'm in this car. I'm 18 years old. And so I call my friend in Portland, a guy named Larry Gilbert. I said, Larry, they have 99 cent steak breakfasts in Las Vegas. Fly to San Francisco and let's get in my car and let's drive the Duetto to Las Vegas to have a 99 cent steak breakfast. <laughs> and you did it? Yeah, we did. Of course you did. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. I, I've. No doubt that you guys did. Well, that's awesome. Uh, what fun. And uh, I tell you, you've brought so much joy to so many people for so many years, Keith. I want to thank you for that. I really look forward to your magazine, Sports Car Market Magazine, every month. I, as soon as it comes, ask my wife. I just say, uh, I will be unavailable for a while. I pour myself a nice drink, sit down in my chair, and start reading from front to back because there's just so much there. The column writers that you have are almost all of them have been guests on my show. They're absolutely spectacular. I love the flavor of that. And I want to remind our listeners, you know, again, Keith and I are going to bring you a new podcast, Buy, Sell, Hold, the SCM podcast, where we talk to very, very exclusive, unique, talented people who are going to help you on your car collecting journey. Again, whether it's one car or a hundred cars, no matter what. I also want to remind you, uh, go to sportscarmarket.com and Keith has let me do a special deal with my listeners here. You can get a 50% discount on a digital subscription to Sports Car Market Magazine. I know a lot of my listeners have already done this. Just go there. I'll put a link to the page that you can land on. The digital subscription is pretty cool because that way, if you find yourself away from home, stuck in airport, stuck in traffic, whatever, well, probably shouldn't be reading in traffic. I'll backpedal on that one. But pull off the side of the road if you're stuck in bad traffic. And you can pull up the digital subscription and get your fill of Sports Car Market anytime. So, Keith, any last thoughts you want to share with our listeners here about this new venture you and I are, have taken off on today? Mark, I think that the one thing we all share in common, we have all bought cars, we have all sold cars, and we've all kept cars. So we're tapping into the universal fabric of the car collector community and the cars that we buy, that we sell, and that we hold. Absolutely. And again, I'll remind you listeners, for you that have subscribed or you receive Cars Yeah! downloaded onto your mobile device, you're going to get Buy, Sell, Hold podcast along with mine. It comes out every Tuesday, so it's going to automatically feed. If you haven't already figured out how to do that, just go to your mobile phone, tap on that podcast app, download Cars Yeah! podcast, and Buy, Sell, Hold will show up right there in your hands once a week. Keith, thanks for uh, touching base again today. We're going to have a lot more fun with more people we have coming on Buy, Sell, Hold. Thanks for sharing your incredible life. So happy that you're doing so well and you're on this magnificent road to recovery. 
Until you and I talk again, which will be very soon, I'll see you down the road. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, Cars Yow listeners, this is Mark Green. If you love the Cars Yow podcast, I have something new for you. I've teamed up with Keith Martin, a collector car market expert and the editor of Sports Car Market Magazine to create the Buy, Sell, Hold podcast. Buy, Sell, Hold is the essence of collecting. Together, we take you on an educational ride into the collector car market, talking with industry experts, helping you navigate your collector car journey so you know when to buy, sell, hold. We talk with seasoned experts, who buy, sell, and hold investment vehicles, and they'll share their insider secrets on how they make their buying decisions when it comes to making these important investments. You'll find the Buy, Sell, Hold podcast on the Cars Yow website, on the Sports Car Market website, and if you're a podcast app subscriber to Cars Yow, Buy, Sell, Hold will come right to your mobile device, just like the Cars Yow podcast, automatically. Join Keith Martin and me on a great new venture on the Buy, Sell, Hold podcast today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.